I really want to do give a huge shout out to my um, two friends who kind of helped me with this journey. My friend Annika, my friend Jerry. Jerry's the one who got me the helmet, who made me help, you know, help me start it all. Friend Annika, she's been there through every step of the process. Um, hey, line for line, ain't no comp in this rap neither. All right. Just like that, we're back in another very special episode of Line for Line podcast. I'm your host with the most, Von Booker. We have a very special guest in the building today. Before we let her introduce herself, we'll tell you, hit that like button, hit the subscribe button, leave an interactive comment for me and my guests. Just like that, we'll let her introduce herself to the world. Hi, guys. Um, I'm Tegan Merritt, uh, formerly known as T-Cat Cosplay on Instagram or TK Merritt. Um, I do cosplays. I'm a 21-year-old full-time student as well. All right. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people at home, they just want to know, what got you into cosplay? So, funny story. I grew up with my parents, and my parents were huge Star Wars fans growing up. My dad was part of the 501st, which is a costuming-affiliated group with Star Wars Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Um I we were known as the Star Wars house uh, Halloween because my dad would dress up as stormtroopers or Darth Vader and he would just be out in the front lawn and just everyone be like, oh, my God, that's the cool costume Star Wars house. So I pretty much grew up around a, a very fun community of people who did cosplay and costuming, um, you know, bunch of Fourth of July parades as well. I grew up literally immersed in that as well, f- full of amazing, amazing people. Mm-hmm. Um Later on, um, I kind of just did my own thing. You know, I just wanted to test the waters, do figure, you know, figure skating, sports, and all of that stuff. Um, but then, since the Clone Wars came out, the animated TV series, the cartoon, I really got more into it. I was like, you know what? How cool would it be if I kind of did what my dad did and what my family did when I was younger too? Kind of wanted to put my own twist on it. I wanted to be my own person as well. I just didn't want to be seen as like, oh, that's like. Oh, that's definitely his daughter. You know, like I wanted to be my own original, but still have who I looked up to and everything. Um, I mainly got into it because I grew up in the community as well. Um, but co- like, you know, cosplaying, costuming has been always part of my life. And I think it always will be whether I like liked it or not later on, you know, earlier when I was younger. But um, that's kind of how I got into it, you know, growing up and everything, seeing people being near people who did exactly what I'm doing now kind of gave me that voice of reason to be like, why not? Let's give it a shot. So, yeah. Now, if you had to say your favorite memory, favorite costume, what would you say it has been over the years? <sighs> I'm going to have to say it's probably... My first one I've ever did, like, completely by myself, which was Ahsoka Tano. Um, I worked on her back in, like, November time of 2021. I had less than a month to put it together um, before a Comic-Con in December, and that was in Chicago this past year. And I think pushing myself, I really got to see my potential and see how well, really, I could 
do this and how I could make a living out of it or commissions or anything like that. I'd probably say my Ahsoka Tano, you know, I had a lot of help along the way as well, um, mainly support. Just having people, you know, back me up, be there for me and be like, you know what? You got it. I believe in you. This is what you're meant to do. I can see the potential. I can see your glow on your face when you're talking about this. So that's probably my most memorable favorite one because she is my first and she is my favorite character of all time. So it's really cool being able to embody a character that people look up to so much as well. So, yeah. Now, just tell us a little bit about how much expenses goes into this lifestyle oh. it looks like a pretty amazing expensive lifestyle what are those diamonds you got on there yeah uh, was it a couple hundred thousand right there oh god <laughs> it's so they're all like swarovski crystals and swarovski crystals um quite expensive because it's real crystal um but i found a great seller who sold them to me in bulk for just a little bit cheaper but this helmet alone i was given this helmet was originally given to me as a christmas gift it was all blue it was plain it was simple mm-hmm. um and i had the idea of you know let's amp it up a bit so stones i can't even tell you how much they were probably like around 200 300 oh my god but um everything else it's it, you know expenses here's the thing with cosplay you don't need to spend a lot of money to look good while doing it um i've seen people make armor out of cardboard stop playing around I, i'm so serious cardboard people have done um yeah like actual just like straight up cardboard boxes they like add scoring into it and it's like creates a more of a curvature um you know eva foam you know like any foam that you can buy from the craft store craft foam um pla filament which is from 3d printers so all of this is 3d printed um which is you know, it's hard to walk in, but I, it, it kind of just depends for expenses. For me personally, I have mainly done 3D printing because I think just the longevity of it mm-hmm. lasts longer. You don't have to go back, buy more foam because, oh, my foam just, you know, absolutely, you know, cut in half pretty much or anything like that. Um, so I, I guess it just depends. You know, for me personally, it has been a very expensive hobby probably the most expensive hobbies of mine you know i like to pick up things here and there but um i'm just a perfectionist i like making things look good and mm-hmm. feel good like you can make it look good and you can have the literally the make it out of paper if you want but i want mine to la- i want mine to last a long time and if you take your care of it it'll last good regardless but the expenses have been um quite severe in the past like six months i mean i just got a 3d printer so what yeah yeah it was it was a cheaper one but it's still great you know but then you gotta have to think of how many more things you want to make and how much more filament you want to buy or you know with a creative mind of cosplayers you can think of anything oh i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this but then because of that money is just flying out of your pocket faster than it's coming in but it's an expensive hobby, but, you know, it makes me happy and I'm willing to work with it no matter what. Yes, so, now, Can you tell us about any of the tough times that you may have experienced in this cosplay life? Pretty sure it's just all isn't leafy green. Yeah, I mean, you people like to romanticize, you know, on social media, you want to romanticize it to see all the good parts and everything as well. Um, a lot of issues is, you know, there, even there's like just it's like mainly the toxic fanboys you see on the Internet or trolls. There are a lot of trolls on the Internet. Um, lucky for me, I guess, knock on wood, but I haven't gotten a lot of that yet. But I have seen a lot to other fellow creators 
and um you know like reva from obi-wan kenobi Mm -hmm. she's been hated on because of her character but then when throughout the story you see her character arc you know flourish and it's amazing and then people backtrack kind of like the same thing you know you have a lot of toxic fanboys and be like oh well you know your costume isn't good enough like that's not screen accurate and you know just like little belittling things that make you not want to do it pretty much or it's a lot of mental as well i think um i've gotten in my head multiple times about how i don't think it looks good Mm -hmm. and how i want to always do better but then my friends are like tegan like this looks really good you just need to like believe and trust in yourself but it's hard you know like you can be your own biggest critic and um like with my ahsoka you'd find small little nitpicky things where you're like oh you compare comparing is probably the worst thing that Mm -hmm. i do personally is i see all these amazing amazing creators and cosplayers i'm like oh i'll take inspiration from them and then when i take too much inspiration i want to look exactly how they look and it's just not going to happen sometimes (laughs) so i think um you know it's mainly just a lot of trolling and online internet toxicity these days um and just being your own biggest critic probably is like the main things in general or for me. But yeah. What's the piece of advice that you would give to the young lady or young, young male who's going through the same thing as you when they're going through their head, they're worried about the costume might, might not being the best, not looking the best. What are the things you tell them? It's so cliche, but really do believe in yourself because from the naked eye, from anyone else's perspective, you have to look at it from someone else's perspective some people don't even know how to glue two pieces together properly. You do. You always have a step ahead without you even realizing it. To the naked eye, when you're at Comic-Cons or conventions or anything like that, people are there and they see you and they see a costume. They don't see how well or how poorly made it is. They see the craftsmanship. They see your support. Like They see how well and much time and effort you put into that. Um, really do honestly just believe in yourself. You know, that is the biggest virtue. Yes, you can have down days. Down days are important though. You need to kind of sit back, you know, and reset almost. You need to be able to see, okay, why am I acting this way? What can I do to make myself feel better and to make this look better in my own eyes? But it's mainly just literally being confident in yourself. Strut your thing. If you can't strut how you want to strut or exactly how like this character does, then it's going to show you have to show confidence whether you feel it or not that's pretty much it but yeah I, I always say literally just trust the process too you know it may not look good then but to anyone else it's gonna look really good so yeah of course are there any shout outs out there that you want to give to some people who may have hoped you along the way maybe got some equipment for you whatever <laughs> the case may be um i really wanted to give a huge shout out to my um two friends who kind of helped me with this journey my friend annika my friend jerry Jerry's the one who got me the helmet, who made me help me, you know, help me start it all. Friend Annika, she's been there through every step of the process. Um, and my mom. My mom has helped me make so many costumes in the past as well, whether it comes to little sewing issues or anything. She is a seamstress. She knows what she's doing, but I wanted to push myself to do it my own. But those three are, you know, in my personal life that have really made a good impact. Um Pretty much any, every, all of my followers and everyone that I've met at a convention for creators have always been so supportive. My first ever Star Wars Ahsoka Tano friend, her name's Padawan Lost. She 
I met her at somewhere in Michigan and she was just the sweetest thing ever, you know, so supportive, always giving advice, always telling you, you look great, you look good. But if you want some, you know, if you want some little tips here and there, I can help you along the way, not pressuring you, not pushing you to think you need to look a certain way. Um, and then the people who made my cosplay as well. Um, it was a raw print, clever 3d studio and, they made printed they printed everything out they've been amazing they've been so supportive along the way on creating your own journey because it's your own kit you pretty much make as well you know they want to see you do well and the final one is km creations they create all the headtail lakus for ahsoka and whatnot um they have been so so supportive they help you along the way and it's just a great it's literally all of everyone is just such a great tight knit community that you are able to just see them work together and anyone work together to create such a good feel good atmosphere where anyone can feel comfortable enough to go in their DMS and talk to them about anything. And it doesn't have to be just, you know, community or business related. It can just be about anything about your day and they'll drop anything and talk to you about that because they feel the same way they were in your shoes at once as well so i'd probably say those two but it's mainly it's mainly my friends who have supported me throughout this whole entire thing as well and my mother my mother's been a huge huge help and everything shout out to moms shout out to moms now as we get ready to close out this phenomenal episode when can we expect to see some of the marvel thrown in there because everyone knows me i'm like the biggest marvel <laughs> there there is when are we yeah. able to see a little bit of the marvel screenplay so i am working on a black widow she is almost done i hand embroidered the shield patches that will be going on that will be debuted july 10th at uh, fan expo in chicago um, John Bernthal is actually going the Punisher. No way. Yes. So I just purchased a photo op the other day. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was supposed to see him back in Atlanta a couple, like a month ago, but he canceled. So I was yeah. like, you know what? It's a perfect opportunity. I'll go as widow. So yeah, July 10th. But I won't yeah. I won't go too much into this because this isn't comic book Friday, <laughs> but there's been talks about him returning to the MCU as the Punisher. And they've even been saying he's been making small cameos. We just didn't see him or know him. And a couple of the Marvel movies as well for you comic book guys out there who listen to me for your comic book goodness. But we just wrapped up an amazing episode of Line for Line with Mrs. Tegan. We greatly appreciate you for having some time. Thank you so much. You calling or you listening? Tune in every week. Line for Line. Oh yeah, I'm going Line for Line.